Many people want to navigate life with peace and joy, but struggle to connect to their intuition. They find themselves overwhelmed, burned out, and frustrated. My name is Francesca Phillips, and I'm obsessed with spirituality and psychology and how the two can intersect to help you live a successful and intuitive life. I believe each of us can accomplish amazing things through balance and healthy habits instead of burnout. Consider this your go-to resource for where spiritual wellness and mindful productivity meets practical wisdom. If you're craving positivity and want to know how to find the answers within, instead of searching endlessly without, then you're in the right place. Get ready to feel supported and inspired. This is the Good Space Podcast. This is episode two, how to balance your masculine and feminine energy. Today, I want to talk about the difference between feminine and masculine energy and how it affects your creative life. You may also know it as yin and yang. It's a captivating topic that I learned about from a life-changing book called Women Writing and Soulmaking by Peggy Tabor Millen. These energies are always pulsing within you, but it's easy to forget to embrace and acknowledge both. When one energy becomes dominant, that's when life feels off balance. Symptoms might include burnout, creative longing, and anger. However, understanding these energies makes connecting to your inner wisdom easier. When your energies are in harmony, you'll feel a greater sense of peace and compassion. You'll feel more energized and connect better with others. I know that when I learned about these two, it helped me to categorize and at least make more tangible the idea that you need balance. And it's a great visual and also practical way to start thinking of balance in your life. We'll discuss in more detail how to find balance, but first let's get this out of the way. No one will ever attain a perfect balance of the feminine and masculine. I said it. I am also saying it for myself too, but don't allow that to be the goal here. Focus instead on using this knowledge to become more aware, to become a kinder, more loving version of yourself. So throughout the episode, we'll learn what each type of energy is, how it affects well-being, and how to incorporate this new awareness into your life. I'm hoping by the end of this episode, you'll be inspired to give more attention to the energy that's lacking in your life. What is masculine and feminine energy? Well, I am glad you asked. (laughs) Everyone is born with both of these universal energies. They don't have a gender inherently assigned to them, but humankind associates yin with the feminine, yang with the masculine. Masculine often gets the bad rap and feminine is always seen as good. Let's throw that out the window. There is no good or bad here. Both energies make up the very essence of who you are for a reason. The Chopra Center says that feminine energy makes us softer, gentler, kinder, nurturing, compassionate, and loving. When you embrace the feminine, you nurture qualities like intuition, creativity, compassion, understanding. There's a receptive and open feeling to this type of energy. It's fast and energized. Hormone expert Alyssa Vitti says when you value the qualities that feminine energy nurtures, you're better able to magnetically attract what you want, hold space for projects to develop at their natural pace, enjoy the process of creation independent of the end result, see the big picture, work with others and create community, relate to others by listening, sharing, and nurturing. When you embrace the masculine, you nurture qualities like leadership, action, logic, adventure, loyalty, confidence, focus, and efficiency. According to VT, when you value the qualities of the masculine energy within yourself and others, you tenaciously pursue what you want, decide when, where, how a project grows, focus on the end result of a project, focus on one thing at a time, rely on yourself and your individual achievements, relate through camaraderie, entertainment, and problem solving. 
In a broader sense, giving is an action of our divine masculine, and receiving is an action of our divine feminine, and a balance of both energies is when we feel harmonious within. So what happens to our well-being when our actions are off balance? The truth is masculine energy without feminine energy isn't complete, and vice versa. When masculine energy is too dominant, you may not feel valued, nurtured, or appreciated. You'll feel tired, stressed, overworked, and unloved. It doesn't help when society encourages this by rewarding a masculine, ego-driven way of being. When I worked in the music industry, my boss at the time got angry with me for being too nice. He said I had to learn to be a jerk to get ahead. I remember crying when I got home because I refused to believe that was the only way. Thankfully, you'll see people like Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx and self-made billionaire, saying she believes in succeeding through kindness. So thank goodness. And I know there are more people out there just like her. But the pressure to do the opposite is very real. On the other hand, when feminine energy is too dominant, you feel unsupported, unfocused, scattered, and unstable, without purpose or direction, and therefore you feel no sense of success, even a little ungrounded. In an article on Elephant Journal, writer Shayna Hiller says, I like to visualize the feminine part of ourselves as a watery liquid. It flows and it must be contained. Otherwise, it is dispersed. Dispersed feminine energy may feel like being out of control, ungrounded, irritable, and lonely. You can see the interplay that happens between the two. The masculine pursues, plans, and focuses. The feminine enjoys creating, dreaming, and unfolding. They need one another. All right, now that you know how those two energies affect your well-being, let's get to the good stuff. How to have harmony with both. Start acknowledging the vast energy system around you and within you. That's usually the first part is just acknowledging that they exist and that it's something you can tap into or be aware of or become a little changed from that knowledge. Here's what I found that helped me step more into my feminine and masculine powers. I find that when you connect to your intuition, while although feminine, it helps you get inspired with how to step into your masculine. And remember, these energies aren't inherently assigned a gender. We just as humankind assign them to better categorize and understand them. So the list, it really is for both. But for overall feminine energy, yoga, that is my absolute favorite physical, mental, spiritual activity to do because it combines all of those elements together. And one of the primary goals of yoga is to bridge the gap between the masculine and feminine. The very act of focusing on one breath at a time is masculine in nature, while holding space for your practice to develop is feminine. It's really just a beautiful combination of both. Other ways that you can tap into your feminine is through meditation, laughter, allowing yourself to be in a relationship. This one is huge. There are so many people who think that in order to be successful or go after their goals, they don't have time for a relationship and they can't really focus on it. But really, this is a great way to practice surrender and openness. And then a lot of times surrender and openness is what gets you to the level that you need to get to. And besides, there are people who do get successful without relationships, but then they're miserable. You need to have that open, connected part of your life. And you can have both. There's no reason to think or believe any longer that you need to have zero relationships in order to succeed. Many people shut out an opportunity for relationship thinking that the dominant masculine is more important. That's what the ego-driven world teaches you, to go, to strive, to force, to hunt, to do all these things. 
and they make us think that's the end goal and that's all that matters at the cost of everything else. And it's so not true. Another way you can tap into the feminine is always have something to be excited about. Connect to your future. This is from Brendan Bruchard who says to build in something you can be excited about every week. Discuss it. Talk about it. This allows you to feel the feminine nature of big picture thinking. Again, because we're so conditioned to be in the dominant masculine, to have everything revolve around the masculine energy of achieving and striving, a lot of times we cut off that energy of looking forward to something. We're so bogged down and just drowned by the day-to-day task we have to do, the stress of a deadline, all of these things we have to complete that we forget to have something to look forward to and then you start to feel burned out and hopeless and sad and all of these emotions but you really connecting to your future is really helpful in feeling that balance from the day-to-day grind. Another way that I like to tap into the feminine is getting into nature and also practicing intuitive writing. So obviously getting into nature is great because if you allow yourself to observe you will notice that nature is It doesn't force, it doesn't try to be anything other than it is. You watch birds, you watch all kinds of animals, and they're just being. They're not trying to pretend. And I think that's a beautiful reminder that we are also part of the bigger picture and nature and the earth. But to see these beautiful creatures and even flowers just being who they are is really inspiring. In intuitive writing, I like to do daily pages, which are three pages stream of consciousness. It just gets everything ego-related out of my mind and onto paper, so that way my more creative self can show up and do other work that's more important. Also, another practice I like to do is when I have a question that's sitting on my heart and I feel like I can't really get an answer because I'm too bogged down by the masculine, I'll write a question at the top of the page. And then I will just allow whatever answer comes to mind first to go on the page. I won't judge, edit, think, allow it to flow out because that is the feminine nature. That is the intuition guiding you to the answer and you're allowing it to push the masculine out of the way. On the other hand, if you find yourself too much in feminine energy where you feel ungrounded and a little lost and unfocused, a few ways that you can put a little more masculine into your life is by designing moments back into your day that fulfill you. Schedule an hour to read or put a hard stop time for work, plan a trip, something that kind of delineates or gives a factual statement of what you're doing, right? Because when you're in the feminine, you're so flighty and floaty and not that that's a bad thing, but obviously at some point you want to be able to feel like you can get something done or focus. So writing it down, scheduling it in your planner or in your phone, I like to write my week down because it just kind of locks everything in my brain. But allowing yourself to design moments, even if you just do an hour towards something that you want to achieve at the end of the year or end of the month, that's something and that's adding a little more groundedness into your week or your day or whatever it is. Another way to add masculine energy into your life is to pick a result or goal to work towards. And then again, schedule time during your week to chip away at it. So allow yourself to feel the joy of completing a passion project. I've actually met a few people and have a few friends who would call me and say they were struggling because they feel like they want to relax and and go with the flow of life and not feel pressure to have a business or do all these things. But at the same time, they felt like they weren't accomplishing anything and they didn't feel fulfilled. So there's a balance in there somewhere. You don't have to own a business. You don't have to hustle and grind. And obviously, that's why I created this podcast is to prove that you don't have to hustle and grind to 
feel fulfilled or get what you want in life, but it's also healthy to just have a goal or a result in general, even if it's to have no sugar this week or to write for 30 minutes a day or to work out twice a week, like even something a little on the smaller side, that's totally fine. Just pick something to allow yourself to see that you can achieve things and you can grow and you're able to accomplish something because that feeling adds to your confidence and your trust within yourself. There's definitely a lot of internal benefits and external benefits to doing that. Another thing that you can do is get together with friends and loved ones, feel that sense of camaraderie and have fun. I know right now during COVID, at least this is when I'm recording it. So if you're listening in a future time, this is, you know, a little tough to do to get together with friends in person, but you can also do Zoom calls. You can do just regular phone calls, date nights. There's so many options, but when you're with other people and you have that sense of fun and entertainment, that also is the masculine. So good, right? One last thing I wanted to add is... All of this information is well and good, but I believe that we should also use it to support each other because not everyone knows about the masculine and feminine, which is totally fine and okay. But you'll notice that even after this episode, hopefully you're already thinking of a few things in your life that you want to adjust or you're having clarity. Maybe you had a situation or a feeling or something happening in your life and it's like, ooh, I'm I'm too heavy on the masculine right now. I'm too heavy on the feminine. So it's already planting seeds in you to have a better inner life. And so the best thing we can do is support that in others. Other people are figuring out their life just as much as we are, hopefully just as much as we are. Um, And as Ram Dass says, we are walking each other home. Of course, any sacred or divine concept is limited when you try to define it. But I hope that by understanding these energies, you can better point out and recognize throughout your day when you're going too far one way or the other. And however you find yourself feeling, Don't just get discouraged or judge yourself and don't let others judge themselves either because we're all just figuring it out. You know, when you see someone who like your husband or your spouse, for example, my husband, he has to be in the masculine a lot because his work is very deadline driven. There's a lot of pressure on him. And so the way that I can support him is scheduling a walk or saying, hey, let's have a date night. Hey, can I make you dinner? doing things that kind of supplement the energy that he has to be in at the moment. So do that with a friend or a spouse or even a coworker. Just reward people for embracing one side or the other. If your friend is usually flighty and doesn't have a plan for her life, but then she decides to start painting, it's like, great, reward that. Allow people to feel okay being who they are, not feeling ashamed for being too masculine or not being masculine enough or not being a jerk enough. Like it's up to us to change that culture and to reward what it is that is good and and high, and of our highest good. Back to, again to the judging. However you find yourself feeling after learning this information, don't get discouraged or judge yourself. Consider your emotions like first responders. Your body senses something is off and calls them on the surface, hoping that those emotions will trigger the actions necessary to get better. That's all they are. So if you're listening to this and you're feeling guilty, don't feel guilty. That just means your body is recognizing, ooh, that's a good thing. I want to learn that. I want to change that. So here's this emotion so you can know. It's like an alarm. Ring the alarm. Let her know. Let him know. It's actually a really good thing if you're feeling a little uncomfortable. And remember, you're already miles ahead of most people who don't even take the time to think about this stuff. I meet so many people that don't even just question or 
think about or try to learn and self-develop and they get stuck in these cycles of just negativity and pessimism and they're unhappy and yet they they don't know and they won't do anything to do it. So you are already miles ahead and your energy by you raising it and getting better and learning and growing, you're actually raising the energy of other people around you. Believe it or not, but it is true, my friend. Now it's time for an affirmation. I allow the sacred feminine and masculine to harmonize within. I allow the sacred feminine and masculine to harmonize within. I hope you took some notes from this episode. And if not, do not worry. We made a freebie that has all of this information written down for you so you can have it handy, review it, be able to see what's considered masculine, what's feminine. And we've added a little bit more information like extra resources, all of those things. So make sure you go in the show notes, click the link, download it and start implementing it today. I really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. It's one of my favorite topics to talk about. It's so fascinating, so interesting, and it provided so much clarity. This was just a perfect way to illuminate my path. And so I hope it's done the same for you. Don't forget to subscribe, add a review, let us know how I'm doing. If you want any topics or you have any questions, please let me know. And until next week, I will see you later.